What do you think, darling? Should I hate him? No, that's true, but... I don't know, there's just something about him. Something around my eyes. Yeah, we're rolling. Let's do it. Sick. Well, I'm stoked to do this one. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah, dude. History of giants. So just giants throughout time, I guess. Like large people. Large people. All right. Just large people. Is that the, what's the proper definition? You're going to get into it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can call them giants, I guess. Is it just like the opposite of like a little person? No. Whereas, like, you know, when you're, like, under 4'11". Yeah, or like, something. Uh, like, dwarfism mm-hmm. is, like, a thing. Yeah. It's, like, an actual, like, diagnosis. Gigantism is a diagnosis as well. I guess we will get into it. Let's there's, yeah. like, freakishly Rocking. tall people, and then there's, like, people that have a, quote-unquote, like, whatever you want to call it, is like that makes them, like... You know, yeah, their organs are bigger. They probably like yeah. die younger a lot of time. You know, things like that. Versus yeah, like they're... a dude that's seven feet. To right. like Shaq is not a giant. Right, he's just a massive. No, dude. but it got me thinking. Like, yeah, what makes what? I mean, yeah, I guess it technically is like we'll talk about it in a second. But like a pituitary yeah. gland issue. Mm. But yeah, I mean, what makes Shaq not a giant? Anyways. That's what I'm. That's what. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would say. That's like, what's interesting. Is he? Yeah, he wouldn't Jesus be like diagnosed <laughs> as a kid, as like you know, or like because I feel like a lot of those <clears throat> like people that we'll probably talk about are like you know they're eight years old and they're like six feet tall and like massive, yeah. and then they just keep getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Versus like Shaq just was big and taller than everybody, yeah. but like I don't know, he's just freakishly. Yeah, tall. he's just a genetic yeah. freak versus like someone with a disorder or whatever you want to call it yeah mm-hmm. i don't know maybe we'll answer that question maybe we won't i yeah. don't know let the viewers decide but anyways history of giants i'm here with tim my brother-in-law what's up man tim good to be slice. back good to be back tim yeah our first recurring guest which is pretty cool heck yeah mm-hmm. yeah tim's always down and i'm down to have him always down he's a good guy and Aww. chad is always bumping into my microphone chad's been here every episode the least technically proficient the least, the least techie tech guy with the no mi- no mic stand. I was gonna say, oh like, yeah, but it, it break or what happened? People I just forgot it. Oh, yeah, shoot. people can't see you though. Classic. They don't know. If you didn't tell them, they wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you start sounding like this or like this. Just uh, yeah, just, just keep practicing. Anyways, we're gonna be talking about giants today. Giants throughout history, which I'm pretty stoked about. You guys are both like, how do you come up with these topics? I'm like, well. I rip them off from somewhere, you know, <laughs> just, I got, I got to keep my secrets to myself, I guess, but let's dive into it. Yeah. You guys down? Yeah. Cool. I mean, what I think is cool about giants is like, well, first of all, they appear in like mythology, right? But every form of mythology, like whether it's like Greek or Norse or whatever, they all have like some form of like written mythology about giants. So everyone trying to basically just explain this like abnormal thing uh, right because that's what mythology is it's like how do we explain thunder and lightning mm-hmm. it's the same thing as like how do we explain giants mm-hmm. and you find this throughout like mythology all over the world right so wow, i just wow. 
We've, so I mean, it must have been around. Giants have must must have been around since those days. Then. Yeah, I would think so. There's actually archaeological evidence too, saying that like they did exist. I didn't get the dates, but they're finding like older skeletons of actual people that were like eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting. All these people just trying to explain like what's around them, you know. Um, so let's talk about folklore for a little bit. So in folklore, giants are basically just massive humans that are usually strong or have some other kind of notable appearance, right? Think like Cyclops mm-hmm. or a Cyclops, right? Modern perception of giants is that they're sort of oafish and unintelligent. They're dumb, mm-hmm. or at least that's how we like portray them in our heads. But giants have also been depicted as friendly and intelligent. So modern depiction is like they're dumb. Mm-hmm. Big teddy bears. Yeah, but depending on, like you know, on the fiction, I guess like Harry Potter, right? Like, but Hagrid. I was gonna say a lot of, but even in Harry Potter, like Hagrid's half giant. He's kind of dumb, but he's like smart. You know, he's like a normal person. But in one of the stories, you meet his brother, who's a, you know his half brother. That's a full giant. He's like yeah. not smart at all. You know, a lot of the giants throughout the story are like dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting that they like tried to portray them that way. Well, in Lord of the Rings, too. I mean, I don't know if they're necessarily giants, but all of, like, the bigger creatures are usually, like... Slow, slow and, and like, strong and, yeah. Yeah, like, brutish, but not, like, intelligent. I could see that, for sure. You'd think bigger body, bigger brain. Yeah. You would think. You'd think they kind of grow par- you know, in parallel. Yeah, I don't know. Does brain size, like, correlate to intelligence? No, I think it's probably just, like, the stereotype of like right. big bulky guys probably dumb you know what i mean because oh, even wow. in like superheroes like you have a couple x-men that are just like massive dudes that are usually kind of like they play the joke that's of like true kind of dumb you know what i mean hulk i mean hulk there's like colossus the, the titanium guy in x-men the, he's kind of dumb the blob yeah yeah so yeah all right kind of weird so different mythologies and folklore so we're i was i tried to stay away from like greek and like Roman, I tried to make it a little bit more interesting. So Armenian folklore or Armenian mythology. Chad's Armenian, for those that didn't know. Part enough yeah. to be dark. Enough to ish. care. Enough to care about this uh, this topic right here. I didn't get the facial hair, which I'm bitter about, but yeah. <laughs> I got the skin tone. <laughs> In Armenian mythology, there were gods and giants were the children of gods, which is actually a pretty common theme throughout all mythology. Hake, H-A-Y-K, Hake was a giant that's known as the founder of the Armenian state and was part of a race of giants that helped construct the Tower of Babel, which Mm. I don't know anything about. He was Mm. the ruler of his race, his race of giants, and even shot the arrow that killed Nimrod, which is a biblical giant, um, and the great-grandson of Noah. Green Day's best record. Yep, Green Day's best record, Nimrod. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know anything about Nimrod. I, uh, I don't... I would, if it came to mythology, it'd be like Greek and Roman is like the stuff yeah. I know the most of. And I purposely like stayed away from yeah. that. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, no, not, not like, I don't know. Anyways, I didn't mean to like you trip anybody up. I didn't want to be basic. Mm-hmm. I wanted to give people something like, you know, that they didn't know. For sure. But anyways, Basque, you guys know like the country of Basque? Mm-mm. Basque is like, I don't, think so. I don't even know where it is, but they speak like this weird, it's not like Spanish. You guys never heard of the country of Basque? I don't think so. There's I like a street key, called Basque in Fullerton. Yeah, I like Loki. Want to go there? That's though. it. That's the country. Oh, <laughs> that's small. it. It's, it's hidden away small. in Fullerton. Yeah. But in Basque, giants are rough but righteous, and they live in the hills of Basque. These giants resisted the conversion to Christianity, 
and maintained their woodland lifestyle. So they're like little rebels. Hmm. They're most known for their strength and credited with creating the hills and other stone formations, which I think is like typical again in mythology. Like they just create the, you know, the big stuff, the big stuff, yeah, the like, stuff yeah. that we can't really explain. They created these structures also that look like mini stone hinges because again, we can't like articulate how these things appear, right? Like we mm-hmm. see something that's like these, like three stones, you know, like two walls and a, and a roof. We can't even figure out how it got there. Yeah. It's the same idea. They're just trying to like, you know, come up with like mythology that explains that um san martin cheeky is pronounced cheeky it's t-x-i-k-i so san martin cheeky in mythology he stole the secrets of another race of giants known as the lords of the forest so he's actually like he holds the secrets of like planting sowing and harvesting Hmm. so we're getting more mythological Mm -hmm. right they're like again trying to explain like how we know these things and it was this particular giant. He's also credited with creating the first saws that were modeled after the edges of a chestnut leaf. So again, we're just explaining like tools and all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like how did those how did those blueprints come to the you know the forefront? Giants. Giants. That's so obviously. Funny. I didn't know that giants played such a big role in like you know yeah. a lot of mythologies. It's yeah. So funny. Which like just kind of helps the claim that like they're you know they've been around for a while. Yeah. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. Which I think is really cool. Um, the next we're going to be talking about like Norse giants. So like Norse like like Celtic kind of Vikings. like upper like, like yeah northern like, Europe. like Vikings like um, Norway Sweden yes, that area I believe so. But in in Norse giants such as Jotun I guess that's his name Jotun are usually in opposition against the gods. So this includes frost giants fire giants, and mountain giants, which you're probably already catching the references that I'm throwing out there. Elements. Well, fro- what's a fro- what's frost giants from? I don't know. The snow. No, Thor. Oh, what's the movie? Oh, oh, oh Thor, oh. bro. Isn't there, like, in Hercules, the cartoon movie, isn't there, like, giants that come f- that are like that? There's, like, the fire one and the ice one. They're the titans, yeah. Oh, the titans. Mm, I know frost. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Similar. no, like, uh, like, Loki is a frost giant. Oh, I didn't know Dude, that. Dude, I was totally testing you guys' like Marvel. I had like, just watched Endgame just so I could watch the new Spider-Man. Anyways. I didn't even know that because he's not giant. No, and we're going to actually talk about that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's like a Thor reference. Ragnarok. Yeah, I remember that Okay, one. That, that was a good was, Thor movie, actually. Yeah, that was a Thor movie. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Ragnarok is a battle in which giants storm Asgard and fight the gods until the world is destroyed. So that's like based off of like a real mythological battle that movie or the title of that movie. That's pretty cool. I feel like a lot of Thor would. I was gonna say like Odin was like a real Nordic god or whatever. Yeah, 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 mythological god. Yeah, yeah. And and Asgard is where they live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty dope. In North North Norse mythology, gods are related to giants through marriage. So again, enter Loki. Right, he's actually like the son of Odin, but he's like Loki. Loki, <laughs> Loki. <laughs> that was like, that was not intentional. Um, but yeah, we don't know about it until later. It's like revealed that he's actually like a frost giant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's like he's like a son. But like, there's you never really know why they're like they don't like him, and then you figure it out. He's not really their kid. But in the movie, I don't feel like they don't refer to him as a giant, do they? He's you learn about the planet he's from. Um, no, Ragnarok. like you find out he's a frost giant oh, okay. in the first one, like the oh, first okay. ever Thor movie. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and 
so yeah, so in Norse mythology, giants like just look similar to gods. They're not massive or big. They just like, you know, they're mm-hmm. just classified as giants, kind of like monsters, but they like resemble mm. people or closely resemble people. Yeah. Odin was the great grandson of the giant Ymir. Y M I R Ymir? Ymir. Ymir. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um Ymir, let's just call him Ymir, is both male and female in mythology. And like lots of Greek mythology, he sprouted offspring from random body parts. So like you guys, <laughs> pretty sick. you know how like Zeus like had like, I think it was like Athena or something like popped out of his cranium or whatever. Like, yeah, I think you they remember do. all that. Yeah, yeah, I know there was some that just like came yeah. off of parts of his body. Um, in this case, he birthed both like a male and a female from his armpits. Interesting. Yeah, it just came out of his armpits. That's wild. What they smell like? <laughs> I don't know. Old Spice. <laughs> yeah, Old Spice. Everything nice. Axe. Um, so giants exist in multiple cultures throughout the world and through various mythology. And what's cool about mythology, as we talked about earlier, is it's kind of rooted in real life. Like, it's it's all about explaining natural phenomena, right? Mm-hmm. And giants are just one of those phenomena. But, like, imagine if you lived, like, before science. You didn't know any better. Like, what would, how would you try to explain it? Yeah, I mean... you know. Like you said earlier, with like thunder, right? Like like earthquakes, fire, like all the stuff they didn't know where it came from. The moon, the sun, you know yeah. what I mean? Like all the way back to like how would you explain a dude that's like pushing eight feet? You're just like, you know, you're but like see, your that's what's five eight self. Just, that's what I was thinking about earlier. Is like they use this term giant to describe like building stuff. So did they just come up with that concept from nowhere, or did they have a you know? Because you would think if there was one freakishly massive dude like in your city or country or whatever there's probably wasn't that many of them it's odd that they chose that to yeah i unless think unless there was a ton of these people that were just huge which well yeah kind of no, makes I, you think too you know i see what you're saying i think that they it's just like the you know there's always like these root words in like greek or whatever yeah so it's it's a root word in greek that just mm-hmm. like translates to giant yeah it's like nothing really you know yeah, yeah like giant was used to describe something giant and mm-hmm. then they just applied it to people yeah but what's funny too is like people have like this infatuation with um like freak shows, which I'm not saying giants are freaks, but like, you know what I mean? Like we've always had this, like, you know, yeah. just like a tr- like freak shows used to sell out, you know, like that was like back in like the 1800s, early 1900s. That was like how like circuses made their money. Yeah. And the giants were always like, there was always a big dude in the freak show, you know, the circus, yeah. the early days of the circus, a and bearded stuff. lady, mm-hmm. a giant, kind of the same, same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I think about pretty often is like when, um, we were at my bachelor party in joshua tree mm-hmm. and we were at a bar and this like seven foot dude walked in do you guys remember that i don't remember that actually dude, dude somebody seven foot or over walks in a room it's such a presence it's, it's weird just like you guys don't remember that you guys were no. both there yeah <laughs> physically i was there yeah right yeah, physically <laughs> uh, no but that that was right before we got kicked out because grant yeah, Anyways. shout out Grant. Yeah, shout out, shout that out. That was Grant. The, that dude. I I still tell that story to this day. <laughs> I oh, love that. That was so, so awesome. Well, that's why I'm surprised you don't remember because we waited forever to get seated. I remember that. That and sticks out. Yeah, but the dude, like when we were waiting to get seated, the dude walks in, and that's when we're all like just looking at this like seven. Foot, this dude had to like crouch down to get into the door or into the bar. Damn. Right. And I don't remember that. Dang. Yeah, I know. It was just funny, but I'm just, I'm saying that because like even us, like in today's day and age, we see like a seven foot dude yeah, or like however tall. And we're just like not stare. Yeah. You can't not stare. It's just like, you don't, you don't encounter that all the time. 
Yeah. So it's just, it's cool that they got written into mythology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So before we dive into, we just talked about mythology, but before we dive into giants, I guess, quote unquote, throughout history, we have to talk about what is now known as acromegaly. Acromegaly, acromegaly. Is that a scientific term? Yep. It's a hormonal disorder. Uh. Um, it's a hormonal disorder that develops when your pituitary gland produces too much growth hormone during adulthood. Mm-hmm. Only during adulthood. Hold on. So this causes your bones in your hands, feet, and face to increase in size. This doesn't lead to an increase in height is what it says in adulthood. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to grow if it's in while in an adult. See, I've seen dudes with like massive hands, like huge, like they hold like a, like a Coke can. They can literally cover the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like palm basketball. But they're not, yeah, they may be a taller person, but they're not like giant so you know they, they probably get hit yeah. with that their feet are big their hands are big they but. probably produce too much mm-hmm. growth hormone yeah acromegaly that occurs during childhood does increase height and is what leads to gigantism at least this was how it was like written out in the things that i wrote i mean that makes sense so in adulthood it goes to your extremities in childhood you're kind of get a f- more comprehensive reaction yeah bottom line is i think it manifests itself differently in everybody you know like i mean we all react differently to whatever i mean right yeah but it would make sense if you're grow like going through puberty growing and then you're getting hit with this intense growth hormone mm-hmm. versus it hits you when you're 20 25 right you well know? there's different reasons too like it might just be like excess growth hormone and then some people have like tumors on their pituitary mm-hmm. gland so like you know, yeah, so I was gonna say like head injuries. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. there's lots of like, yeah, combinations of things that yeah. re- result from this as well. Crazy. So the first person that we're gonna talk to is Mary Ann Bevan, a woman. Cool. I think she's the only woman we're gonna talk about today. She was born in 1874, and I bring this up because it kind of helps with the timeline a little bit. These giants don't live long, and so that's why I want to bring it up. She was a nurse, and there's actually a picture, of, like a picture of her before. She experiences like acromegaly. She's a beautiful, beautiful lady. Um, She was married in 1903 to Thomas Bevan. So they married when they were 29. I believe if I did my math correctly. Her symptoms from the disorder started around the age of 32. So they get married. About three years later, she's starting to have symptoms of acromegaly. Bummer, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, This causes her appearance to change. And along with the change in her appearance, she also suffered from headaches and a loss of eyesight, which is pretty common, like pretty common side effects of this. Her husband passes. Oh, go ahead. Shitty. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good, it's not a good deal. How did you imagine? Acromegaly. Like, getting into your thirties and you're like, all right, prime time. Well, let's that's go. Dude, uh, blind. Oh, psych yeah. blind. I'm a giant now. <laughs> dude, doing the research for this, I was like, I still got time. <laughs> I was like, shit. It could <laughs> I'm, not, it could still I'm not in the clear. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the scary part. Is like, this could still happen to me. Yeah, that's, and it's just a freak out. Like, it's just random. Yeah. That's crazy. Totally random. I mean, like cancer or whatever, yeah. you know, but yeah, yeah, this is crazy. Um, her husband passes away in 1914. And then once he's gone, she's basically unable to provide for herself and four children. Jeez. So she's just on her own. So she, she works with what she's got, though, which is pretty cool. Like, she enters an Ugliest Woman contest. Ah, Damn. see? Yeah. Taking advantage. And would you believe it? One. She wins. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, she put full confidence in her appearance and it paid off. And this allows her to alleviate some debt and then actually like feed her family, which is pretty dope. Jeez. Smart, smart gal. At this time, she's also being paid for her pictures to be taken. So all these newspapers are coming up to her. They want to take her pictures. She's like, pay me, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll talk. Oh, hundred percent. Pay me a little bit, you know, yeah. a few shillings here and there. She's from England, I believe. So that makes sense. Mm. And really she's doing everything she can to take care of her family. Right. At the cost of her dignity. Like they're writing these articles about her. Yeah, she's just getting paid though. Getting, yeah, I mean, is what it is. Bad, you know, I I think that's smart of her to kind of take advantage. of It's like not. It's not like you're gonna go into like, you know, try and like stop it from happening or like get back to your old self. Like especially in yeah, you can't nineteen oh two three or whatever it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't you can't reverse it even now. You can like live with it now, but you can't like reverse it. Mm. You crack that bad boy open. You don't gotta be scared. Um, so she gets hired by a man named Sam Gumperts, which allows her to appear in the Coney Islands dreamland, which is like a sideshow slash freak show. Mm-hmm. So she's made her way to America. Let's got to, let's got to say something. And then she also appeared in the Ringling Brothers circus until her death in 1933. So, so when was she born she again? Was pretty you good, said right? 80, like almost 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1874, I thought you said. 1874, yes. I'm not good at math. 74 to 39, 1939? 33, 1933. Yeah. So almost 30, almost, what, she was 50? Oh my goodness. This is 60. 59. You can ask. She's 59. Yeah. Yeah. So she made it pretty far. That's a good run. For being, that's not bad. A giant. That's actually long considering the people that we are going to take. We're talk about yeah. mm-hmm. not to give any spoilers or anything mm. Mm. so that brings us to our next person maurice tillett maurice, maurice tillett if any of these you know that has a circusy name to it it does have a circusy name i don't know why maurice tillett aka the french angel aka the inspiration for shrek oh really really yeah, it's not confirmed. It wasn't confirmed by uh, what DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't confirmed by them, but there's like an uncanny resemblance. Like if you're listening, look up Maurice Tillett and they'll do like a side by side picture of him and Shrek. Oh, the, you look, I mean, the head shape is like it's uncanny. Yeah, yeah it's pretty that's funny. A, that's a tough look. You know, like, <laughs> yes. hey, you want to see Shrek in real life? Look up this guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Ooh. it would be an insult now for sure. Yeah. So his mom called him Angel because he actually had a very innocent looking face as a child. Hmm. So he just, he goes by Angel. That's like his nickname as a kid. He was born in 1903 in Russia, but his family moved back to France due to the ongoing revolution. So he's a French dude Hmm. born in Russia. I don't know why I mentioned that. I just, it was, just thought it was interesting. Mm -hmm. He lived a normal life and enjoyed sports like most children. He even spoke 14 languages and was considered what? very intelligent. Yes. Um, he even had aspirations of becoming a lawyer. In fact, he finished his, his law degree, but, you know, it, even after his diagnosis. But, yeah, anyways. he wow. did, um And I wanted to mention this because, you know, like I mentioned before, like giants are characterized as like moronic, right? Mm-hmm. This guy's very intelligent, very smart. He got his law degree the whole bit, you know? 14 languages. 14 That's languages. Insane. Yeah. It's extreme. People today, I guess like, in, in Europe, today. there's so many. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Still. Like in such a small, I guess in America too, but like, like you know, yeah. isolated languages. Like, like I have a friend in Spain, Germany who speaks like English, German, and 
French, I think, because mm-hmm. it's just common there. But still, I mean, 14 yeah. languages is 14. insane. Isn't there like an Eddie Izzard bit about like knowing like like minimum six languages or something? Uh, I'm sure. That's the <laughs> smartest think, dude on earth. I think he <laughs> talks about that. It's true, though. I mean, you live in England and you got France to the south of you. And then I don't even know. My, my, my geography is not great France after that. to the east. Yeah. Um, no, they're Spain. south, aren't they? It's kind of yeah, southeast. It's yeah. kind of like across the Anyway, channel. Spain's right there. Africa's not that far away. Mm-hmm. All these countries are super close to each other. Italy. Just let's, let's just throw Italy in the mix. Yeah. Portugal. Portugal. Anyways, <laughs> you guys get the point. I'm not trying. <laughs> We're failing our math and geography tests on this I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm not trying to minimize Maurice Tillett's accomplishments here with 14 languages. But everyone in Europe speaks a lot of languages. Okay. Yeah, 15 would have been cooler. <clears throat> this kid's yeah. just a nerd. Anyways, he didn't experience any symptoms of acromegaly until he was in his 20s. So he made it pretty, pretty good chunk of life. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he noticed that his head, hands, feet, and chest were growing at an, al- at an alarming rate. So in this case, the dude didn't get taller. It's just his head was getting bigger. His chest was like, he's probably had like a big old barrel chested mm-hmm. skin. He's like ogre arms, like Shrek. You know, just paint the picture. Here, yeah. You know, crazy. Um, and this is ultimately what caused him to abandon his career and aspirations as a lawyer. He felt that his appearance and his deep voice wouldn't do him any favors in the courtroom. That's probably not. And he's, he's probably right. Like, I mean, imagine this dude like defending OJ. I mean, <laughs> dude, yeah. Well, especially back then too. Just I, gonna like, fit you. It definitely doesn't fit me, dude. Yeah. I just picture, <laughs> I just picture like Andre the Giant, like yeah, because he was yeah. French too. He's like a French giant in like a suit that's too small for him. Yeah, he's like, if the glove doesn't fit, you must to quit. <laughs> <laughs> the judge is like, no more rhymes. I mean it. <laughs> Anybody want to beat it? it? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> In the courtroom, just looks at the jury. Anybody want a peanut? That'd be so good. That would not uh, be very sportsmanlike. <laughs> so he does, however, become a semi-successful actor and appears in a number of French films, probably as like a monster or something. Mm. But anyways, his roles were all pretty minor, but he had some success in the acting world. In 1936 in Paris, he meets a... Lithuanian wrestler named Carl Pagello. Pagello? Pagello? Mm-hmm. Anyways, and this guy had full confidence that his appearance would only help him as a professor, professional wrestler. So he wrestled for two years in England and in France and goes by the Angel. Hence, nice. the French Angel, like I, mm-hmm. I mentioned, his, his alias from earlier. Mm-hmm. Stage name. Mm-hmm. And the bear hug becomes his special move. Classic. It was so just like simple back then. It was like the bear hug. Yeah. Today it's like the people's elbow. Yeah. Triple <laughs> People's elbow. The stunner. Like all these cool moves. Oh I wish I knew more moves. I can't. Not yeah. Anyways. Tillet and Pagello leave Europe for the United States because of World War II. They're like, I'm getting the hell out of here. And they just, you know, I guess they just like saw the writing on the wall. So they go to, they go to the United States during World War II. And his first fight in the U.S. was in 1940, and it was held at Boston Garden, hmm. which, I mean, did they just call it all like like Boston Garden, like Madison like Square, Square Garden, Garden, like the same thing? I think so. Like, what's a, what categorizes something as a garden? That's a good question. I like, know it's like an arena. Like seating? Arena, maybe like the size of the arena, something. Someone's got to know. Maybe the architect? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. There's like the garden 
down in LA, right? Isn't there the garden? The garden um, walk. The Is garden walk it's in just Anaheim. Like a bi- oh, There's yeah, the garden go. amphitheater just in, a good name. in Garden Grove. Yeah. But mm. I think that's gone. Yeah. Garden Grove. Garden Grove. Mm-hmm. You have to look into what makes, what categorizes something as a garden. Mm. So anyways, he fights in the U.S. in 1940. He became an instant sensation. He was even considered unstoppable and became the AWA World Heavyweight Champion. Rad. So this dude's like, it's like working in his, his advantage. Yeah. Pretty dope. He remained unbeaten for 19 consecutive months. Wow. That's a good run. Um, his streak only started to come to an end, though, as his health began to deteriorate. So that's really the only reason, which I think is a similar story for Andre the Giant as well. Like he was a wrestler Mm -hmm. in like the WWF at the time, right? Technically. I don't know what it was called back then. Yeah. But he wasn't like undefeated, but he was like, um, like a top guy, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you beat Andre the Giant, like you had some cred in the wrestling world. Yeah. That's like like a spectacle. Yeah. So he fights his last fight in 1953 and loses to a guy named Bert Aserati, who is the British heavyweight champion. So it's just street came to an end at some point, you know, ran its course. Jeez. But you know, how there's like that, there's that wrestling scene in Shrek too. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they like dude. just totally ripped this thing off, dude. Oh my God. Maybe it's all did. making sense now. Anyways, they, that's like, so funny. DreamWorks never confirmed or denied if it's like inspired by this dude, but I'm thinking it is. Well, Anyways, and uh, I can see. I it. mean, he was French, but like Shrek's got the Scottish accent, right? Mike Myers has like yeah. plays it with like a Scottish accent. But it's not like they would owe him any royalties or anything. Like the guy's dead. Nah, but maybe they just were like, yeah, yeah we're gonna keep not. that under wraps. That'd be pretty sweet. Just stay low key. The wrestling know. scene is <laughs> sick in that movie. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> So, give him the chair. Give him the chair. <laughs> that like lady in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey like kicks his face at the end. Dude. Um, so anyways, movie. so he fights his last fight in 1953. Um, at this point, he had been living with Carl Pagello, who's the guy who like got him to you know mm-hmm. join the league, and his wife and Carl's wife. Her name's Olga. If you were wondering, mm-hmm. Carl passed away from lung cancer in 1954. So not long after his last fight, just over a year after um, after Tillett's last fight. 13 hours later, Maurice dies as well. So they're like they buy, that's weird. They're they're tight. That's from just from his condition. I mean, yeah, right? like his health was deteriorating. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm assuming it's from his his that's condition. Really weird. They were buried side by side and they shared a tombstone that reads friends whom even death couldn't part. Oh, very cute. My heart this just got filled up. Yeah, that was a good one. That was in what, 50? That's a good story. What'd you say? 59? 1954. 54, he was born in 1903? 1903. So, 51. 49. No? 51? 51. 51. Yeah. So that's another pretty good life. I mean, for having I a thought c- they like serious condition. Yeah, I would have. Especially back yeah. then, you know, with, you know, the way medicine was. It drops, it drops pretty drastically going forward. Yeah. <laughs> so just don't FYI. Don't get too excited. Don't get too excited, okay? I know I don't want to get your guys' hopes up or anything. So <laughs> the, the next guy we're going to talk about is Robert Wadlow. Robert Wadlow. This guy's like, I remember seeing pictures of him, I think, in like the Guinness Book of World Records. Like mm. he's that dude. Like the tall, so, the super tall guy? He's the tallest guy Ever. Is it the where they have the picture of him next to the shortest woman or whatever, and it's like 
It was because I remember that in a Guinness book. One it's time. not that picture, but there was one that I saw was next to his dad, I think, and his okay. dad was like at his waist, like yeah. barely at his. Got to be the same. He's guy. like wearing a suit. He's yeah. wearing glasses. a suit. Yes, I yeah. Know, he's kind of he's kind of hunched and, like, over, gangly, yeah. not mm-hmm. like a big guy, just like, yeah. super tall. Yeah, okay, I remember that guy. So born February twenty second, nineteen eighteen, in Alton, Illinois, he was known as the Alton Giant. Mm. Nicknames back then: the French Angel, clever, yeah. the it's Alton like real Giant. Clever, physical descriptions. Yeah, it's like we were talking about like uh, Western names back in the day. Yeah. Like well, it's some of them were super cool, and some yeah. of them were super whack. Well, that nickname <laughs> was probably not like a sick nickname. It was just like, oh, have you seen that Alton, the Giant from the Alton? Giant. Like yeah. it's you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's yeah. how those. You know, I mean, you probably could, kind of a diss, honestly, at a lot of. Yeah. And if you called him like the pummeler or something, you wouldn't. I don't think you'd really get it. <laughs> the pummeler, the Alton pummeler. Mm-hmm. Well, marketing's always existed, though. Like, you know, like I'm serious. Like, marketing's <laughs> always been a thing. Like, we like, you know, embellish names and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so he's the tallest man that ever lived. He was eight eleven. This dude was Jesus. almost nine feet tall and weighed four hundred and thirty nine pounds. Okay. But, you know, but he wore it well. You know, he's, like, tall enough. He could, like... Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. uh... Brown. Yeah. It, it, it didn't look... Yeah. That's he had insane. good ratios. He wore it well. Almost nine feet tall. Jesus. His size was the result of a, of hypertrophy. So, basically, hypertrophy in his pituitary gland. So, what this does is essentially, like, it's a condition that results in enlarged cells. That's what hypertrophy is, period. Mm. So you can have this in like different organs or different tissues in your body. His was in his pituitary gland. Mm, so he has, so yeah. So these cells are just like enlarged cells in his pituitary gland, which causes him to just grow and keep growing wow. forever. Jeez. Yeah. Medical anomalies. I was going to say. Exactly. The odds of that. So he has this excess amount of human growth hormone. That's how he gets so tall. He was taller than his father by age eight. Jeez. Yeah. Could you imagine? I feel like every dad. I would have been hyped. I would have been every dad, hyped. <laughs> My dad used to make me think I was going to be tiny. Oh, imagine if I was taller than when I was eight. That. Like, imagine if, like, like my, my son is, like, taller than me in, like, five years. Dude, he's just kicking your ass. He's just kicking your ass. He's, like, nine. Yeah. Like, playing basketball. He's just dunking on you. Yeah, dude. He's got me in a headlock and all this stuff. I'd be so pissed. Imagine being that age and being that big. Like, at school, you could just throw people. Dude. Yeah. Throw your teacher. Running the court. That's for sure. Yes. Bro. Literally just dropping the ball straight into the basket. Dude, that's insane. (laughs) So, he was so tall. He was so tall, he barely had any feeling in his legs and required braces. Dude, can you imagine though? Like that'd be so insane. Like, yeah. dude, his heart was just struggling to mm-hmm. get blood to his legs. Right. Like, how big is his heart? You know. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I'm curious, like, if someone like that, they're it's all like that the organs grow at the same size, you know, same rate or what? Because yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're just massive like that and your your heart's like a normal ten year old kid's heart, like yeah, dude, no I imagine it'd be so hard to get circulation down there. Yeah, it'd be rough, dude. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Just like Marianne Bevan, he did a tour with the Ringling Brothers Circus. He refused to wear the outfit, though. Like, he wasn't wearing any, like, top hat or, like, mm-hmm. you know, he was he was going in, like, his, his suit. Yeah. You know, that was, like, his, his thing. That was his shtick. He's a Chicagoan. Yeah. He saw himself as a marketing tool. He didn't see himself as a freak show. Mm-hmm. Like, good for him, you know? He's, like, holding on to some dignity. Like, yeah. You know, I say more respect. power to you. Yeah. You wear that freaking 
parachute of a suit. Yeah. <laughs> His tailor is like. Yeah, dude. He probably dropped. It's like a $5,000 suit because it's just material. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, his death is a little bit anticlimactic. So his death is the result of a faulty leg brace. Oh, so, don't tell me my guy just fell down. No, dude. He just like, it irritates. It's worse than that. Oh, God. It irritates his going. leg and it becomes infected. So this dude gets like a blister, essentially. It becomes infected and he died in his sleep on July 15th, 1940 at 22 years old. Damn. Damn. So this no one, circulation gets the cut. He also had um, that's crazy. I didn't write this down, but he had like an autoimmune disease, mm. so he had trouble like healing that himself. That guy got a kind of a shitty hand. Yeah. You know? He's like the opposite of Wolverine. He just doesn't heal that well. <laughs> He's just a superhero who just can't heal. That's his power. He's like I'm really tall, but I get a scratch and I die. Yeah, dude. Oh my I gosh. Can, I can Imagine. look ahead for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can like I can peep over these elephants. <laughs> but don't touch me because I'll probably get a cut. Oh my god. I think there is a superhero like that, isn't there? Like, like super fragile. A super fragile hero. I think there is. There is one for sure. Dude, that's hilarious. Oh, and, and um of. and uh the uh M Light Shyamalan um Oh, Mr. Glass. Yeah. Um, the unbreakable movie. Unbreakable. Yeah. yeah. Sam, Could be that. Samuel L. Jackson has yep. like glass bones. Yeah. Can you have me a That's why he's like all into Bruce Willis, remember? Because Bruce Willis is invincible but doesn't know it. So he wants to like uh, get right. him because like, you know, trying he, to like, steal his, his body or yeah, his mana. Something like that. Yeah. Um Anyways, I got some info about his coffin. <laughs> Again, that's a yeah. big hole. That's an expensive. <laughs> so coffin. unless they like folded him in half and just shoved him in there. <laughs> no, his coffin measured ten feet nine inches and weighed over a thousand pounds. Did they have to like buy two plots? Probably, dude. Possibly, he's like touching yeah. foot and head of the other one. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god! It required twelve pallbearers. bearers. Twelve pallbearers. And eight assistants to carry it. Dang. Twenty yeah, people. That, imagine Twenty like, people. Like twice the size of I don't know. I mean, pianos are like what, like five hundred pounds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, a normal coffin is heavy as shit. So imagine one twice that length. Man. Yeah. With a five hundred pound person inside of it. I just it's see insane. like the, the meme with the dudes dancing, yeah. but like fifteen of them. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that's uh, that's Robert Wadlow. That's interesting because I totally remember that guy from the Guinness Books back in like mm-hmm. elementary school. So he's in there. Guys, for some reason, like the Guinness Book of World Records, two thousand and six, got like memed about mm-hmm. probably because it was in like our Scholastic Book Fairs, and that was like yeah. mm-hmm. the book that like every, I feel like I can picture the cover. I remember the, a green, the green one, yeah, the green with like the <laughs> yeah. optical illusion. Yeah, on it the was front. all like swirly. It was like, kind of. holo- it was like a yeah. holographic. Yes, thing. yes, yeah. Yep. I feel like every household of our generation probably had one of those yep. in it. I don't know why, Scholastic but 2003 stands out for me for some reason. I don't know why. I, I had just, a few. I remember as a kid too, like like flipping through it and then you'd get to like the like Weird. sports ones that were like boring. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was just like people that ran super far and you'd like, yeah, you'd skip to the end of just like weird dudes with long fingernails or like bizarre growths yeah. on their bodies like <laughs> the guys with the, the like the hair all over their faces oh the oh, wolf yeah. man the yeah. wolf, wolf brothers or whatever mm-hmm. that was, was two brothers i think they both had that yeah that's freak that show material faux yeah. show yep. yeah that's cool so weird but i think that's the book that that oh bob was in you know 
Bob was in it. Old Bob. Robert was in this. Oh, in that. Oh, yeah. six. The version. homie. Good old Bob. He's probably in all of them. Yeah. I don't think anybody's gonna yeah. come near that anytime soon. Tall Bob. Tall Bob. Yeah, he was in there. Dude, that's insane. Nine feet tall. That's insane. All right, should we move on to the next guy? Let's do it. Yeah. Adam Rayner. Adam Rayner. He was born in 1899 in Austria, and he's the only man in history to be classified as both a dwarf and a giant. Okay, that's that is that's sick. cool, huh? Yeah, that's a cool. Distinction, you would think dude. they would just cancel out, and then he's just like a five ten, like you know, normal dude. This nah. mental picture that I have is is fucked. Yeah, <laughs> keep yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say, <laughs> keeping it in here. <laughs> keep it to yourself, bro. Mm-hmm. So when he was twenty one, he went to enlist in the army, but he was turned away because he was only four foot six inches tall. This guy's little, dude. After a series of... Oh, go for it, Chad. What were Not exactly military material. I was going to no. say the balls on Unless this guy. I feel oh, like... But like, wasn't there like the the, uh, the guns underneath the plane that like little people had to fit in because like it was just a tiny compartment? Maybe you could. Yeah, I bet like there's jockeys, like places like you they, could take like advantage. for short I, people for yeah, that stuff. Yeah, exactly. I bet you there's a place in the military for him now, but back then it was like peak performance. Like It was very... Right. They were ableist back then. You he know? needed that Steve Rogers... Captain America machine, you know what I mean? Because remember, like he first, was kind of a little a scrawny, scrawny dude, and then dude. he just got yeah. in the yoked machine, and he's just chilling out. Yeah, mm-hmm. he needed that yoked machine, dude. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> so he's four foot six. He does a series of tests, like in the army, and he's classified as a dwarf. But what's interesting was he had like these abnormally large hands and feet, even for a dwarf. Like his hands are big, his feet were big, which is you know um, symptoms of acromegaly. Mm-hmm. So. We're painting the picture a little bit here. We're foreshadowing a little bit. So a year went by and Adam had grown two inches, which is like, I mean, that's pretty good. Like he's 21. You're like, you stopped growing by then for the most part. Mm-hmm. He's growing. He's grown two inches. So he's got some hope, right? He's he's holding on to hope. Four, eight, you know, four, eight, four, he's eight. Working he's working with a something sol- now. Dude, a solid four, eight though. Like no joke, four, eight, you know? Yeah. Hey. Like I'm six feet, but like I'm, I might be five, 11 and a half depending on your posture, how you slept that night. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So things are looking up for this guy. He keeps growing, though, and he starts growing at an alarming rate. And then in the next decade of his life, so he's 21, so he's roughly like 30 or whatever, his height increases by over two feet. Jeez. So this fool went from being 4'6 to 7 feet 1 inches tall. In 10 years. In 10 years. That's insane. Which is like, I thought about it, and I was like, that's kind of like a long time. But Bro, that's a lot. The, like, the incremental that's a lot. I, I, when I was in high school, I grew, I think I was like a five foot six. So my, oh, we'll put it this way. My freshman year of high school, I was five one. When I graduated, I was six foot, six feet tall, six one. So in four years, two feet. It's a big change. What if so, you just kept going? And I was just like sore all the time, sleeping all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like imagine going... You know, two and a half feet in 10 yeah. years, that's, he probably was feeling it for sure. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I wonder if, if like, you know, the big hand, it's just like the uh, scientific term that you called it is like painful, like just in general. Yeah, you know? yeah. sure. We're yeah. actually, we're actually getting into that right now. Sweet. So his growth caused him to have issues with the spine, which I think is pretty common with acromegaly. And doctors, reluctantly, they did it, but reluctantly, they removed a tumor from his brain. This thing had been growing for 10 years, right? This is like kind of what caused his like excess growth hormone. Mm. So they were reluctant to move it, but they did. And they were semi-successful. They removed. Semi. 
Well, yeah, they were successful. I mean, half of him kept growing. That's <laughs> fine. He reverted. He reverted yeah. to being a dwarf again. Yeah. <laughs> no, so they removed it. They're successful, um, but it only slowed his growth. He didn't. They didn't like prevent it permanently i think they did like some sort of checkup and he hadn't grown in a certain amount of time but then he kind of continued to grow that's crazy they were unsuccessful in stopping it entirely so his health continued to decline and he started to lose his hearing and eventually went blind in one eye so again it's just a bad it's just a a bad thing to have dude like it sucks yeah doesn't sound fun no he eventually also became bedridden and his spine continued or sorry as his spine continued to curve so he died at the age of 51 um, and had reached a height of seven feet, eight inches tall. So he just grew like he was growing to the end. He grew that's three crazy. feet, Don't two inches growing. like that a is, snake. Yeah, that's wild. That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, imagine, though, he like goes to bed at night as a dwarf, like wishes he was taller and like, dude, this kid, <laughs> this guy becomes tall. Like, it's kind of it's kind of cool. Yeah. I was like, you, you know. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. That's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what the article said. Oh, right. <laughs> and nice. I nixed it, but you brought it up organically. So, dude, that's cr- <laughs> yeah. Seriously though, that is crazy. Be careful what you wish for, folks. Mm-hmm. All right, Charles Byrne. We're moving on. Charles Byrne. So he lived from. Okay, we're getting we're going back in time now. So we're getting further back in time. Seventeen sixty one. I don't. Do I want to give away his age? Because I have the range right here, but. We'll, don't t- don't we'll wait till the 1700s. end. You guys want to put in like wagers for how old say, he is? I bet yep. you he dies at 35. All right. We'll see. Chad? Uh, I'm going to say like mid-20s. <laughs> We're betting on this dude's life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> okay. So anyways, he was born in 1761. He's known as the Irish Giant, and he was labeled a freak in London. That's like how it was back then. You're, mm-hmm. you're abnormal. You become a freak. Naturally. Mm-hmm. People were like, like the, the Marianne Bevan one. I didn't mention this, but she was like beat in the streets and stuff. Like, yeah, no, man. called out ugly like and teased by our little human brains at the time. We just couldn't comprehend yeah. differences. Well, families would just like leave their kids at, you know what I mean? Just like institutionalize them. Dude, I feel like, like birth defects or anything. I feel like even kids up. like disowned like their families and shit back then. Like, mm-hmm. it was so abnormal. Kids were like, no. Yeah. You're not my mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was messed up, dude. So anyways, he was described by some as being like eight foot two, but his skeletal remains indicated that he was just over seven, seven still, but who's counting, right? Um, But I mean, uh, but with like cartilage and everything, I'm just saying like your skeleton doesn't have cartilage in it. A couple inches. He probably was, he probably could have been eight two. You never know. Yeah. 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 As legend would have it, Byrne was born on top of a haystack, which is why he ended up so tall. That was like, this was like at the end of a rainbow on a pot of gold. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is what's funny. Like we talked about mythology, trying to make sense of you know this was yeah. like them in in England or like Ireland back in the day. It was like, oh, he's yeah. born on a haystack. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, like nah, like, dude, he had a tumor. Actually. He had to be he had to be born near a cow. Yeah, and it like affected his like hormones yeah. or something. You know, like they just can't accept this guy. Well, yeah, I mean it is like so a disorder. Funny. You know, People but just so. like to give reason to things. He's born in a pile of hay. That's what it was. Like, what do you expect? He was born in a pile of hay. As a teenager, though, so he's a young gun, he decides that he's going to shoot for fame and he leaves Ireland. He arrives in Scotland and he's an instant success. How easy was it to become famous back then? Just you were like tall. I was going to say, yeah, you had anything like interesting about you. You could, yeah. you know, you were a hit. Everyone I to bet see you it probably still helps today. 
Oh, know? yeah. I mean, you just go join the NBA, though, if you're, like, seven feet tall. Yeah. yeah. Yao Ming. Yeah. Just start dunking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're just born tall. Um, but he had a pretty cool party trick. He could light his pipe from a street lamp without even st- t- without even okay. being on his tippy toes. Okay, dude. this guy <laughs> wins. This, this guy, guy wins. Dude, he's I don't just care. like in a street lamp, like dipping his pipe in. That's the sickest thing is that they were actually lamps. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there was like they were yeah. wicks and like oil up there. He was just reaching yep. lighting stuff. Dude, that's that's rad. that's a Badass. sick party trick. Yeah. So his celebrity then spread through England, um, and he's he's a very likable guy. Like he's just like you know. He's a friendly giant. <laughs> Newspapers love to write about him for this reason. Like he was approachable, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of helped his celebrity. So his health started to take a turn once he turned 22. So he's a youngin. He's a young oh, dude. And it was not looking good for me. So it was later discovered that he did in fact suck, suffer from oh, acro oh. sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Easy though. He did in fact suffer from acromegaly. So they didn't know it at the time, obviously. It's, you know, before we were reliant on science and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's suffering from acromegaly. His declining health and the fact that he had been pickpocketed in a pub led to his eventual death. So how do you... Wait a minute. I mean, his pockets are going to be like at my chin level. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess yeah. He, like, well he probably doesn't really have circulation. Down. He probably doesn't have circulation in his butt, so he, he can't, can't feel, feel it anything. coming out of his pocket. I don't know. Anyways, that led to his death. So it led to his death because it was like his life savings. Like he had all of these like Wait. bank. He had all of these like banknotes from being. Paid so this for, guy straight up just got robbed. Like this guy gets robbed. Damn. So he has declining health and he can't go to a doctor. Can't, yeah, he can't pay wow. for a, like you know any sort of treatment or anything. So it just it probably wouldn't have prevented him from dying, but like it didn't help his his cause. Yeah, man. I mean. You're dying and you just get robbed at a bar and then that's it. Yeah. That's tough. Unlucky. Um, <laughs> so he kept all of his earnings on him. I guess they were, again, in the form of banknotes and they were mm-hmm. all stolen. So he's Jeez. he's done. So he's unable to treat his ailments. He dies. Before his death, Byrne was approached by a surgeon and an anatomist named John Hunter who made him an offer for his corpse once he died. Ah, for so, scientific uh, research purposes yeah he's a surgeon slash anatomist and he's like a collector of like weird anatomical things so he's gonna cut into this guy he's going in yeah he's mm-hmm. gonna check him out yeah and then so but what he intended to do with his body like was usually intended for like executed criminals so this is how they would do scientific experiments back in the day like if someone was executed they would then take it and like do these experiments uh-huh. He just wanted to pay Burn for his body before he died. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, like he probably was... could, like, I mean, he could probably yeah. will that money to somebody else mm. or like have a good last, good last, last hurrah, you know. Um, but Burn didn't want this to happen. He like he just you know he, mm. again that was reserved for for criminals. Like he didn't want this to be his his fate. Yeah. So he made plans with his friends to be laid in a lead coffin and buried at sea. His friends agreed when they were in transit to this like coastal town. However, Hunter, Josh, uh, what's his name? What I say his name was John, John Hunter. Yes. John Hunter intercepted the body and basically just reduced it down to a skeleton. Wait a minute. Intercepts this like carriage or whatever. Yeah. So this Mm -hmm. dude is dying, Uh has a bunch of money from his life, gets robbed, then dies, refuses money. 
then dies, and then mm-hmm. his body gets robbed. Yeah. And it's experimented on or whatever. That's what a tragic ending. Yeah. That's like, this terrible, dude. This dude didn't deserve it at all. Well, and his homies couldn't, like, fight this guy off. You know what I mean? Like, come on. His dying I, wish. I guess not. This dude probably came with, like, a full-blown, like, dude, musket <laughs> army. <I don't> even... <laughs> and a really cloud. big carriage. And a really big wagon. <laughs> yeah, dude. The covered That's wagon. terrible, man. What a tragic life. Yeah, it sucks. So his body's put on display in the Hunterian Museum, which I guess is a museum named after this dude. What a dick, And he's man. an asshole. <laughs> oh yeah, God. dude. He's like, look what I got. <laughs> nice guy's God. finished last, bro. Dude. And uh, it was then purchased by the Royal College of Surgeons. So they, And this was in 1799. Hmm. So the Royal College of Surgeons purchases it in 1799, and it was on display for nearly 200 years. Damn. So it was there for a while. It's history, dude. Like it's yeah. you know, it's part of their history. Um, as it turns out, as we know now, like after studying the skeleton and whatnot, Byrne had a pituitary tumor that led to his gigantism. Hmm. So similar to to Wadlow, I guess. Hmm. And this was determined in 1909. When Harvey Cushing, an American surgeon, was allowed to study the bones. In 2011, it was also discovered through DNA in his teeth that this tumor was the result of a mutated gene that was also found in four contemporary families living in Northern Ireland where Byrne was born. Interesting. So, like, so, relatives of his, probably. Begs the question, wow. is this a gene that can be passed down through generations is there a race of giants? Mm, I see what you did there. You see what I'm doing? Yeah. I mean, I like to I mean, I like to think that there is. I mean, it would make sense if you have this genetic anomaly of a pituitary tumor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, people are prone to all sorts of medical I conditions was, I was and whatnot. Just say that, like, um, and like like everything yeah. else, like we've kind of weeded out a lot of the things that really are harmful to us, mm-hmm. you know, like so, I mean, we could have just, like, somewhat eradicated this gene, yeah. but it still, like, creeps its way in every now and then. Well, and, like, this is, like, completely un- an uneducated thing to say. But I would imagine back, you know, thousands of years ago when there was the mythologies and things and way less people per village or city, if you did have a family of with, you know, this genetic disorder in the in the bloodline, you would have more cases of it, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so-and-so's grandfather was a giant now this son's born and he's a giant yeah. you know nowadays it's like treated more and kind of washed out of the gene pool but yeah that's crazy all right we're gonna end here we have one more example the hugo brothers i'm trying to really like hammer this home this could have potentially been passed through the family this is brothers we're talking about here oh. okay so they're an example of familial gigantism like the the odds that you're gonna have this in general is crazy. Mm-hmm. The odds that there are two in the same family, wild, unheard of. So, anyways, Baptiste Hugo, born in uh, June twenty first, eighteen seventy six. Is that a French name? Baptiste Hugo. I think they are French, um, or like Italian. They're kind of they're like. Anyways, we'll get to that in just a second. Baptiste Hugo was born in yeah June twenty first, eighteen seventy six. He was seven feet six inches tall pretty tall mm-hmm. and then there's paulo antonio hugo was born june 28th 1887 so they're 11 years apart okay and they're around the same height i didn't write his height down because it's like half a meter shorter or something like that half a meter half a meter i don't know half something that was really insignificant like uh. he was 
Oh geez, I can't remember now. I any it doesn't matter. They're yeah, both they're big boys. Both really freaking tall. Their parents had seven children, five boys and two girls, but only these two boys presented gigantism. Um, Baptiste was older, and therefore he was like the more famous of the two, and probably due to his like eleven year head start. Right, he had time to figure it out before the other one came around. Mm-hmm. So he first appeared at the Universal Exhibition of Paris as the Giant of the Old Paris. Or if he was in Paris, they called him Gargantua. Mm, These cool. are pretty cool that's names. Cool These name. are getting yeah, pretty that's yeah. a good one. They're getting better. They're getting better for <laughs> sure. He traveled the world. This is this is what I'm talking about marketing, right? Like he, you know, they, they knew yeah, yeah. what Branding the hell was yourself. up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Got a brand. Got to have that personal brand, bro. It's way easier to do today, but back then, you know, you had to work with what you got. So he traveled the world as a giant and was even hired by Barnum and Bailey. The circus. greatest show. The circus. The uh-huh. greatest showman, right? Oh, yeah. Barnum, right? P. Yeah, P.T. Barnum. P. T. Barnum yeah. yeah. So Barnum and Bailey's circus, and he traveled with that group for about two years. He's famous for doing a trick that I mentioned earlier. There's like a famous photo of him lighting a cigar from a street lamp. Mm. So this dude just kind of like ripped it off. That's such a badass it's move. Sick. Yeah. yeah. It's sick. I'd rip it off it. too. If I could do it. it today, I would do it oh, for absolutely. sure. So what's cool though, is that they actually reference a different giant, Patrick O'Brien for being the first to do this. But I checked and like Charles Byrne was born first and mm-hmm. he, he lit his pipe from a street lamp. So I'm going to say that he invented it. Mm-hmm. Patrick O'Brien then ripped it off. And then now, you know, the Baptiste brother is like all famous from it. Yeah. Anyways, so after seeing his older brother's success, Ant- Ant- Antoine? Antoine? Ant- Antoine started to accompany his brother at his exhibitions. And he was he was only 15. So this guy's like pretty young. He's already experiencing gigantism. Anyways. I would be pumped if I was the older brother. I'd be like, no yeah, way. Dude. You're a giant too, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. It's probably a lonely life being a giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, that imagine. would be sick. I bet there's a and lot if you're of, you know, and it's like immediately in the family. Uh, yeah, and he was 11 years older, so he's just been big for like a while, and then his little brother all of a sudden just massive. He's like, dude, that's such a huge relief. Let's go. Yeah, got, exactly. Yeah, he got the good end of the stick yeah. both ways. Like he got to experience it by himself. Yeah, and then with someone. <laughs> yeah, that's how I want it to be for me. <laughs> um, so together they were known as the Giants of the Alps, or the French Twins, mm. which this was false too. They're not twins. Again, marketing. They tried to like market these guys as like twins. It's just more of a freak show. Yeah, you know? Giants of the Alps is pretty sick though. That's yeah, cool name. Pretty cool names. These guys got some some good ones. Yeah, they got a good PR manager. For yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Agent maybe Nick's. Yeah, maybe Nick's the French twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and go with the Giants of the Alps, bro. Mm-hmm. That's way cooler. <laughs> so Antoine was offered a job with Barnum and Bailey as well, but he died in 1914 as he was preparing to leave to the United States. Bummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, so weren't they born in 89? Um, let's check really quick. Antoine was born in 1887 and died in, so what did 20, I say? 1914. I think that's 27. I think that's 20. It's 37, I think. 37. Yeah. Yep, 37. Nope, I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We can edit this so that yeah. we sound smart. Listeners can do the math. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. <laughs> um, and that's Baptiste. Y- young either way. Yeah, Baptiste died, uh, was it two years later, from diphtheria? I think that's how it's pronounced. Diphtheria? Diphtheria? Which is like a bacterial infection, which is pretty common. Like, we're actually vaccinated for it now. 
I was going to say that sounds like just like a disease of the times probably. Yeah. It's just like a bacterial infection. It's like, it's still actually around in like uh, lesser developed countries. We've just eradicated it with like vaccines nowadays. Yeah. Anyways, I wanted to end there because I feel like it supports my claim that there's like this race of giants. I thought it'd be really cool. I mean, yeah, that's, that is, it is something to think about. Yeah. You know what I mean? This genetic thing definitely seems like it's, for can be brothers. handed down through yeah. generations. So for two brothers to have it. That's yeah. Honestly though, all my research like was, it was kind of funny. Like, um, I kept trying to like, look like, was there a race of giants? Like, you know, and trying to uh-huh. find all these things. And there's this one article, like, no, it's all been debunked. And it just has to do with like exactly what we're talking about, which is like growths and like pituitary glands and excess yeah. growth hormone. And it's like, well, so no race of giants. Yeah. But I mean, like you mentioned at the beginning, prehistoric human races there's been like arguments that there were like you know like yeah. um like uh what were the oh like homo erectus is that is mm. that what we are there's like the one you know the kind of like the races of people before modern humans were like bigger yeah we had a lot of w- times smaller certainly had like bigger heads yeah. or skulls yeah you know i've seen some stuff about that though there was a couple that i like a couple articles that i found but like I feel like they weren't like credible, credible sources, mm-hmm. you know, like I read it once and I was like, Oh, I'm going to roll with that. And then I read it again and I was like, this doesn't seem right. Like, <laughs> cause like how, mo- how many feet is three meters? Like nine ish. Yeah. Nine like to 12, nine to 11 a, feet. A, a, a meter meter's is about three feet. Yeah. Pretty comparable. Yeah. Like yeah. the way they presented the info, they were like, they found bones that like, were the, like if they were real, like it would have meant the person was like 27 feet tall. Yeah, and what? then it said three meters in parentheses, and I'm like, wait, you're talking about the bone? Or are you talking about like, are you saying that 27 feet tall is three meters? So I was like, I can't figure out what it's saying, and I feel like the person that wrote this article is just like, they. That's weird, you know. If it was a three meter long like leg bone, that would make sense. Someone was right. 27 feet yeah. tall, but that's right. The way they wrote crazy. it though is like, I couldn't tell if they were referencing the bone or if they were referencing the person being three meters tall. Yeah. But saying that they were 27 feet tall. Yeah. So I just, I couldn't, I couldn't keep it. I was like, eh, I don't want to figure this out. Yeah. That's weird. It is funny though, how like human, like any like kind of mystical, like stories, like giants are always a part of it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's weird. Like, like, um, Bigfoot's still like a thing people think is real. And like the, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of cool. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, I mean, Bigfoot could have been, like, one of those super hairy dudes in Guinness Book of World Records, you know? Absolutely. Hair completely covering their faces and whatnot. Just hiding out and eating. Yeah, I mean, imagine you're just, like, it's, like, 1800s Appalachia, bro, and, like, huh. some hairy dude comes walking out. They just... You'd freak out. He was probably also eight feet tall. I was going to say, you know? he got the double whammy like yeah. that one guy. <laughs> yeah. He got the hairy face and he's eight yeah, feet tall. He got, yeah, he got the double whammy for sure. Parents kicked him out in the mountains and he's just been yeah. out there ever since. It's like, anybody want a peanut? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, dude. Andre the Giant, we didn't really talk about him. He's kind of a known no. guy, but that that dude was pretty wild too. I thought the similarities were cool between him and, and Maurice Tillett. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah, they were both wrestlers. They are both like abnormally big did you there's like stories about under the giant the dude could just like rip ass for like oh yeah his farts were like <laughs> long so I, long. I was gonna say that like and his, his burps drinking too i'm yeah. sure you guys have heard the guy yeah. could drink like 80 beers in like two hours <laughs> yeah. and just be fine like he well, it's like, did it's like, it's like going through capri suns for him it's just like his yeah 
Well, and his thing too, didn't he just have like a farm in like Virginia or something? Like super simple life when he wasn't like wrestling or like in movies. Yeah, I don't know. He just lived like on a farm in the United States somewhere. He's cool because he's pretty, I mean, he lived not long ago. You know what I mean? So he's kind of like a modern day giant. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've heard stories of actors and comedians that like knew him back then, like older guys now that like spent time with him and just have like crazy stories about like drinking or like I heard an interview with a dude who was a driver, like a limo driver and drove him a few times and he would just drink like cases of beer, like yeah. on the way to his show, on the way after smoking like, you know, five, six cigars in the car, like just crazy, yeah. like crazy. And he wouldn't get drunk. Like, yeah. He just, he I mean, just, he would, but it would take like forever. Like 20 bottles of wine. Yeah. And, yeah. It was yeah. insane. There's yeah, a good documentary dude. on him. Yeah, he yeah. Part of the reason I didn't want to include him in this is because I didn't want to sell it short. Yeah. Like you could do a whole outline on Andre the Giant, have a whole For episode. Sure. I like didn't want to sell it short. Like mm-hmm. there's too much history on him. Yeah. You know? When like you do with the mythology, I mean, choosing things that most people don't know about is always cooler. Yeah. Like yeah. Was it Andre? Like, did he have the same disorder in his pituitary gland? I, I believe so. He's like in the Princess Bride. He like picks someone up, and his hand is just like yeah, absolutely gigantic. Remember, he puts his hand yeah. over his face. And yeah, it just cover. He's yeah. like palming up. It looks like he's palming a small basketball. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually don't know his stats, but he was a big. He dude. was massive. He was dude. a massive. Didn't dude. they call him the eighth wonder of the world? That was like his wrestling nickname. I think mm, probably. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm um, pretty sure. I just know that like his last fight or one of his last fights was against like Hulk Hogan. Mm, oh and no! That's way. like partially how I mean Hulk Hogan was the shit too as yeah. a wrestler, but he uh, he like lifted him off the ground and like did like a pin and he was like in pain the whole time like under his like his health was like failing, uh, um, but the fact that like Hulk Hogan like got him off the ground and pinned him that's like kind of what insane. got him his like yeah like his reputation as a wrestler yeah. well, hogan got andre off the ground yeah it went it was all like you know acted well, out wrestling but, but still. yeah so he got him Dude off the ground weighed like 800 pounds or oh something. i think he was like yeah pushing 500 or something Jeez, like that that's crazy he's a big feller yeah probably more than yeah he was a big dude. massive but like another proportionate pretty much yeah more proportionate yeah. like you see a regular sized human yeah. that's 400 pounds and there's you know how he has like those like big spaces in his teeth mm-hmm. like his they has like gaps yeah. that's like another sign of like acromegaly well i was gonna say too you look at like his cheekbones and andre the yeah. giant like his cheekbones and jawbones are really like pronounced yeah you can just see but what then but yeah like his body like was proportionate which is yeah, go really? home and look up some of those people I was telling you about. Like, the pictures are really interesting. Like, mm-hmm. it all affects them differently. Yeah. Like, Maurice Tillett's head is just massive. Just He's, like, a normal... Like, he has, like, normal height. He's just, like, a, like a, just a massive, head. massive head and hands. Yeah. That's what an so unfortunate thing to happen to you. Yeah. Like, of all, you know, diseases, like, phys- like that you can see or not. All handicaps you can or can't see, like... To become like giant. just massive, yeah. That's it's an yeah, odd dude. one too. It's just that's, odd that yeah. like there's something so simple that controls your size, and everyone's yeah. pretty much the same size, you know. Uh, yeah. on a, but to continue growing throughout yeah. your twenties, like uh, yeah. Trip. Interesting fact is like the Robert Wadlow. Wadlow, he there was no evidence that he ever stopped growing. That that one was like, crazy. He just died because of an infection. Like he probably would have kept growing. That was the guy like, who was small, right? And then no, 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 no. That was the tallest 30s. guy in the world. Oh, that so dude. he was eight eleven. He probably could have hit nine feet plus if he just yeah. kept growing. Another couple months. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude, give, give me a month, bro. I would have had that inch. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Cool. He was sick, though, man. That, that, was, that was a cool one. That was interesting. Should we wrap? Yeah, dude. All right, dude. Well, thanks for coming, Tim. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, you. Anytime. Here. Again, I'm our hopefully first, re- back soon. Yeah, first recurring guest. Yes, hopefully, have you a couple more times. Mm-hmm. Chad, thanks as always. I like the recurring guest thing. Because we're like, you know, yeah. we're now we're, we're chilling. Doing. Yeah. We're experienced. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude. You got to get those vets in here. Try yeah. new people out every now and then. Yeah, I got a, I got a, you know, got a thought out. There you go. Anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Peace out. Peace. Sign up. Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself.